morning, family. Let us introduce you to Triple M's weekend breakfast. Loz gets a parking ticket at least once a fortnight. Tomo is best known for having too many cold ones on a Friday night and having the smallest lips in Adelaide. They're your new way to wake up on weekends, 7 till 9am, Saturday and Sunday. Triple M's weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. And now, look, one triple three five three. We're going to open up the phones right now, okay? Pre-game superstitions. This is on the back of Moon Man this morning, okay? So he was in here doing his thing before us, and he opened <laughs> up the phone. I can still smell the cologne. <laughs> Here's how it went down. I'm a devoted Parramatta fan, and I've worn the same shorts for a week because I'm scared to take them off because if I do, Parramatta might lose. Absolutely, they'll course, lose if you take Kate. your shorts yeah. off. <laughs> I take them off at night, but I just put them in the air. Then my wife's trying to, my wife's trying to hot, take them off and put them in the washing machine, and I get up earlier to just to, just to take them off and hide them. They don't understand, do they? They don't understand the spiritual link between your exactly. musty shorts and the team's success on field. Now, I love the Triple One family more than anyone else, but that man's got an IQ of 12. <laughs> like that, it, it doesn't don't work like that. Don't talk about Lawrence like that. <laughs> no. Uh, no, mate, I'm telling you, NRL capital, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? They're a different breed, brother. <laughs> I've got family out there, mate. Do you? I don't talk to them, but... No, I, I think that it's it's a really cruel psychological sort of trap that you get into when you're afraid that it's a do you know what it's a form of OCD OCD it's obsessive compulsive disorder it's it's a fear that if you don't follow a routine if you don't follow the rules that you know you've put in place that keep you safe or whatever yeah 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 then something horrible is going to happen and it happens a lot in sporting because there's these coincidences where yep. you wear the same yep. socks twice and you kick a bag you 100%. know and it, it just it clicks into place and then you get afraid i went to school with a guy who <laughs> He was not, he was clumsy. He was He was one of those people that was very unlucky, always had a broken bone. Yeah, righto. And he started wearing um, this, I think it was Man United thing underneath his school shirt. Yeah, got you. And for him, it wasn't about anyone winning games. He was afraid he was going to die. He was afraid. <laughs> He was Deceased. Afraid. Well, Six foot under is, style. Right, for anyone else, it's like, oh, if I don't wear this, I won't do well on the field. He was so unlucky that if he, for him it was a quest of life or death. Oh. He was afraid. Yes, he didn't go all the way through to year 12. No, clearly he died. <laughs> yeah, because we went to the aquatic centre and they made him take his shirt off. Poor bugger drowned. The old U10 swimming carnival. See you, buddy. Have a bit of that. Never made, okay. never made the first lap. Now, so I've got a little pre. So I play football up in the Adelaide Hills. I've got a little superstition. Oh, of course you do. You're but I most... don't. It, it's not big. I have a pasta on a Friday night. That's it. That's all I'm on. But that I've got, is still ridiculous. Oh, I've got one of my old wanker mates that I used to play football with, Loz. He bruised his AC joint, okay, in his shoulder. Bruised it in 2016. Yeah. Okay. Bruised it in 2016, right? To this day. Five years later, he straps his shoulder from a bruised AC joint that lasted two weeks. Because he played well, playing through injury, hero status, um, he straps his shoulder to this day, so no what, matter what game he plays. Nice little sweep over the pasta thing there, by the way. What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Straight to someone else. Sort of just wedged that in there. <laughs> so the, the shoulder, mm-hmm. does it affect the way you play if you've well, got a strap no. on? Once you get used to it, you're okay. Right. It's all all right. Well, you know, Fight for his arm sleeve for ages. Yeah? Yeah, I know because I wanted to see his arm. Now you're throwing Fifey into this. You know how I feel about that, Fifey. One, triple, three, <laughs> five, three, Adelaide. Pre game superstitions. We want to hear him. Uh, look, I don't have any games other than just the psychological ones I play with the people I'm dating. Oh, yeah. Um, and just the ones upstairs in the head. <laughs> yeah, God. All, all the demons rattling She's around up there. She's busy up there, isn't it, Lozzie? <laughs> she is busy. Central station, yeah. mate. <laughs> 
thoughts coming and no going. No social distancing up there, Lozzie. <laughs> God, I wish My there was. God, demon after demon. I don't have any superstitions, though, because I just, I don't, a little insight into my life, I have ADHD, which may, means I have no consistency. If I wanted no. a routine, it just I, there is no routine in my life. So uh-huh. the thought of doing something consistently always before something so that I don't, you know, die or fail or something, which is ultimately what happens when people have superstitions. Yes. It just would never happen. Just I just can't do it. I'd forget immediately and then I'd go, oh, shit, I didn't wear those socks. There it is. And, yeah. that, and that's the reason. Yeah. Now, you, t- you just shared a story before about a kid like that you went to school with. Yeah. Oh, poor what, darling was his boy. superstition? Well, he always wore this Man United top underneath oh, no. his, t- his school shirt. Oh, no. And for him, it was like, because he was just so accident prone, yeah. he thought it, I don't know. I mean, if you did. Oh, one of those kids that stub their toe three times a week, yeah? Just always in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always like a brace on one. or like a sling. Yep, for Always sure. had a bloody sling on that kid. Retired from football at 13. Very good at basketball, but just injured all the time. Yeah, okay. So he always wore this Guernsey, and I think for him it wasn't about winning games. It was about staying alive. Yeah, okay. Just he believed it kept him alive. Kill or be killed. <laughs> <laughs> now, Benny, hello to you, mate, our lovely producer. Pre-game superstition. Well, I used to play for, this is like 10 years ago now, So, yep. but it was for Ross Trevorrow Collegian, the Brilliant. soccer club there, right? Mm. Good Italian soccer club. Yeah, beautiful. short blacks at halftime. Oh, good boys. <laughs> on. Is that a? Is that a? Do no, you mean would. that? Like, say Pembroke, right? They'd be having like orange slices and Powerade. Yeah, we were having short blacks and paninis. Oh, that is the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. really? I, I, <laughs> that's rattled me. I'm sorry. It gets full of short black, and then you go kick the winner. No thanks, boys. <laughs> come over here. Not as come our, down. Uh, Which one of you sissies ordered a macchiato? <laughs> that's unsavoury. <laughs> We didn't put in coffee orders for half time. Uh, hey, Mario. I mean, where do you draw the line? You get a barista in. Yeah. Benny rocks up with his Nesca- Nescafe. <laughs> Who's got oh, a no. blend 43? Blend 43. What was the superstition, Benny boy? Oh, you've rattled me. What were we talking about? Oh, so our keeper, right? Great fella, great keeper, but he wore the same pair of jocks all no. the time. Oh, come on. Now, Don't by the end of the that. season, like, they were so mangled, his plums were hanging out. Oh, <laughs> come on. They weren't Wait, supported. wasn't sure which ball to keep out of the net. <laughs> Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Good morning. 104.7 Triple M. i, I, I got to share this story with you, and I, I need your help and support on this one because... That's right, no one else is listening. No, that's right, but you're someone of the opposite sex. Um, oh, and thanks for, for I've only just found that out this morning, guys. <laughs> I thought her name was Larry. <laughs> oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> that's true. My old man is a legend. <laughs> that okay. is some year six crap yeah, right there. That's okay, right. get anyway, to it. Anyway, so I was, uh, I was shopping around. I was looking for some work boots. So I'm, I'm a bricklayer during the week. I'm a... Yeah. I'm a, I'm a tradie, right? And You're it, a this, battler. I'm a battler. Community battler. That's blue what they call me. Blue blue. That's right, mate. That's what it's all about. Anyway, so I was uh, I was in Kmart. I was looking for some new boots because we're coming into winter and no one wants the body. You know, you can't, you got to, it's every time you hit this time of the year, you got to get some new gear because it, it just pisses rain. Everyone knows that. So as a bricklayer, yeah. I mean, this is a very technical question, yes. but does the rain interfere with your big ability? Time. Yes, yeah. big time. It almost seems counterintuitive that you'd even work this time of year. That's a great call. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> just take this just time off. three months off. Yeah. yeah. It would be beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> so I've rolled into, rolled into Kmart, right? And 
Well, I'm like everybody else, uh, addicted to my phone when I'm walking around. Social yeah. anxiety, probably. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I was scrolling through. Addiction. It's just a chemical dopamine release in your brain. I think I was messaging even our group thread here yeah. at, at Triple M. So I was messaging through whatever, and I found myself in a section that I wouldn't usually be in. And that section would be the uh, <clears throat> woman's lingerie laws. Oh, in mm. Kmart In too. Kmart. Right. They've got a full spectrum in there. Yeah, Everything that's right. from shapewear to maternity to dental floss. That's right. exactly right. <laughs> I tell you how I figured out that I was there yeah. because I fell into a bra. <laughs> Some of the size of those bras just scooped Loss. you up like a hammock. I tell you what, what? it nearly had me around the neck. <laughs> it took control of me. I knew it was a double D. Underwire. <laughs> Good sport. Anyway, so I've rolled, and I've made a real, make, looking like a real dick of myself. Yeah, okay? you walk and straight into that's it. That's it. And I've got four middle-aged ladies that have just looked at me that yeah. think I've done this on purpose. And then I'm staring, I'm staring, right? And they've turned at the right time where they've looked at me and gone, what is he doing? Yeah. So Dirty I can, exactly. I can tell right there. I'm looking at them straight in the eye right now. I'm like, they think that I've done this on purpose and I'm staring mm. at the women's lingerie over there in Kmart, all right? <sighs> okay. That is uh, like, and how do you go into that situation? Because don't... I've seen blokes, this is fair dinkum up in the Adelaide Hills, go into bras and things, oh. and I know that they're single. Yeah, no. I know I... that they're single. Okay, yeah, but up in the hills, it's different past the tunnels. <laughs> okay, were you in the city, Kmart? No, up oh. in the hills. Oh. Mount Barker, mate. Well, then they should have put a restraining order out what against you. Mean? you. No, the staring thing, you know, when you kind of go into a daze and you, yeah. I'm but this big... happens, though. This happens all the time. Single blokes goes in, go into bras and things, or yeah. Suzanne's, or whatever. Is that true? That Suzanne's? Is... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Suzanne's. That's that's for the real different units. <laughs> that's for ladies of a certain age. <laughs> that's right. Like you said, mate, different past the tunnels. <laughs> a lot of great turtlenecks in Suzanne's. <laughs> I didn't know that it was a thing that men... Yeah. Because looked... I always just assumed... Because I've seen some blokes in, in those places. I always just assumed they were buying something for a special someone. No, yeah, that, that's how that's how they cover it up, mate. Oh, don't tell me they're in there just to have a touch and feel of the lace. A little look at the mannequins as well. Don't get me started the mannequins. on the mannequins. <laughs> oh, 4. my God. <laughs> now, Lozzie, we're talking mm. on one triple three five three. the pettiest thing you have had stolen. So, some sheep were stolen in Lamaroo. Yeah, brilliant. And I just... I'm not really. The advertiser have been very sort of, they don't care really. What do you mean they don't care? More than a dozen valuable uh, purebred merino sheep have been stolen from a Lamaru paddock, they say. Yeah. Then they say, wool, the thieves be caught. Oh, come on, come on, advertiser. You're not funny at the best of times. <laughs> I don't think, when I think like comedy pithy satire, no. I don't think the tizer. No, if I come up with it, it would have been brilliant. <laughs> One triple three five three is the number. The pettiest thing you have had stolen. So me, Lozzie, I had a hose fitting taken straight off my tap on the side of my house one morning. I love G- it. Genuinely filthy about it because the thief didn't. They just knew what they needed in their like in their own property. Mm-hmm. They were strolling past and went, "Geez, tell you what." That guy looks like he's pretty privileged. He's got pretty privileged. He's got a beautiful lawn. Mm, it is a very good lawn. I'll there give you, you that. Ease is there from Holden Hill. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Yeah, um, I had a hose and hose reel stolen, so it's probably they needed it for your fitting as well. Yeah, mm. okay. What? Just uh, grabbed it from Strathalbyn and then got the hose from Holden Hill, you reckon? <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, well, thieves go to anything, don't they? Yeah, I guess so. I guess Very so. true. Thank Just you. Spent 120 on fuel. Don't worry about that. <laughs> What kind of car are you driving? Driving a Hummer limo everywhere. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> was flogged as well. Just going to take the army tank down to Holden Hill. G'day, Dave from Ridgehaven. How are you, brother? Uh, good morning, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. Pettiest thing you had stolen, man. What went down? 
Oh, crikey. You know how you have these uh, free grow um, carts out the front of your house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we had a, a, an old gutted out fridge out yeah. the front of our place and it had on, written on the side, you know, free produce inside from extra veggies and stuff that we grow. Sure. Someone thought uh, it would make better scrap metal for them. <laughs> oh, hang on. And they took the whole fridge. Hang on. <laughs> They took the whole fridge, Dave. They took the whole fridge. Like, and that's not something that you just can can do in a five minute job. You need a trailer. You need to strap the dog down. This must have been planned. (laughs) They they cased the joint out. (laughs) Fantastic, Dave. Hang on the line, mate. That is the purpose. I've just received a text message here. Okay. From a mate of mine. It's not like your mates to message you. I know, very strange. <laughs> Seriously, what's going on? It's my lucky day. <laughs> I've got a, a text from a mate of mine who is a police officer, right? Okay. And he's dobbed in another mate of mine and said, mate, do you remember the time, and I won't say his name, Dean, <laughs> admitted to stealing pens from the workplace in his job interview with Sapo and then <laughs> argued why it's not theft. He didn't get accepted and had to move into state. Okay, hang on a second. They did an interview with Dean to let him into the force. Yes. And they asked him if he'd ever stolen anything. Yes. And he said, pens from the workplace, Yes, but it's not technically stealing. It's not, not stealing. It was just that borrowing. the most exquisite case of verbal diarrhea in a job interview I've ever heard in my life. Oh, just some pens from work. But, uh, you know, he said, oh, it's a boomerang. Bring it back. But then I forgot. And then, oh, uh, yeah, but it's not really stealing because they supply that sort of thing. And, uh, and uh, it was okay because it was one of those four promises. Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, only yeah. using green. <laughs> Triple M's weekend breakfast. Marketplace price is right. Yeah, the marketplace price is right. Ooh. Just like the regular price is right, yes. except all the crap from marketplace. Exactly right, mate. Which is just a quagmire of crap, really. Mm. It's an amazing place to surf through. Isn't it fantastic? Do you ever just find yourself strolling through just oh. to kill a bit of time? Most of my life is scrolling. Is it really? Yeah, that. The it's feed, Instagram. Sad insight. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're not the same old square eyes over there. No, no that's true. So uh, we got Benny on board as well, if you don't mind. Producer Ben, good morning. Where's your mate Alicia? She's very unwell mm. and she's very boogery. And I keep bringing that up because she hates it, but she sent me oh, a she... photo last night. She had two tissues stuffed up her nose. Oh, God. And you could, I could almost feel her fever from the yeah. photo. Oh, you bit, know. bit phlegmy. Well, yeah, say. don't say that. If you were to caption it with an English accent, what would it be? Oh, she was... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. This is... She was she was absolutely up to the brim with phlegm. Oh, that was a bit Scottish. Oh, yeah, from Scotland. Yeah, no, she's she was from Portsmouth, mate. <laughs> she's not close. from Portsmouth. She's from Wigan. <laughs> up north, mate. You don't know what you're talking about. Superb. All right. right. Okay. So Okay, Ben. Sorry. No. I'll throw you basically around. you've you've got a collection of things there from uh marketplace. Yep. You're gonna show us the photo, you're gonna tell us everything about it except the price. And yes. we are going to try and guess. The closest guess wins uh, on behalf of the caller. Yeah, absolutely. We got Tanya right there. Hello, Tanya. Hello, how are you? You're really well. I'll play on your behalf, love. Wonderful, thank you. Awesome. We've also got Michelle. Hello, Michelle. G'day, how are you going? Superb. Loz will play on your behalf. Awesome, thank you. Beautiful. Yes, Michelle, let's do this. Do you like Shelly or Mish? <laughs> Whatever comes out, whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I like that. Shelly. Oh, right. Okay, let's do this. Come on, Benny. Rightio. Um, item number one. I've actually I've actually gone a bit better than your English producer and I've printed it for oh, you. Oh, look at that. She just doesn't have access to the printer because you haven't set that up yet, mate. <laughs> she doesn't have a username. She keeps asking. We Can haven't you even given it all the access to the printer. No, she hasn't even got a key to the building. <laughs> she literally... I have to keep letting her in. 
She sleeps on Franklin Street on a Friday night. Okay. Here's me having a go. So Craig from Warradale North is selling a St. Kilda footy lampshade. Oh, is that what it is? I thought that's a very I have abstract. A, once you start to see it, you'll see it. It's sort of in that Art Deco sort of mosaic glass style. Oh, it no. actually looks a little bit pretty. Tomo, you like this. He writes, when St Kilda win the grand final in a couple of years, then you can turn the light on. Oh, good one, mate. Yeah, that's <laughs> a cr- a turn the light off. Hate it. No, turn it on. The light <laughs> doesn't on. go no. on. Oh, turn it on. It's oh. like one of those orchids that only blooms once a century. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. All right, all right. Here we go. Only flagging sixty six as well. All right, I I don't mind it. It's a it's it's a good price of art. It would look great in the pool room, like in a man in a man cave. Okay, okay, Ham. What do you got for us? I've gone with eighty dollars. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Interesting. I don't know. Um, I've gone with forty five. I. It is ninety five. Oh, you loss. God, I am amazing at everything. All right. (laughs) God. Item number two. Pissed off with that. All right, what do we got? <laughs> oh, I love these things. What do you got? It's like one of those gold cats that has the hand that oh waves. God. Well, it says here, Daniel from Surrey Downs is selling an Asian cat rave party. That's a rave party. That's what your English producer put on the notes. Yeah, right. I, I didn't know it was called a rave party. An Asian party. cat rave party. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. He says he's selling his beloved Asian rave cat because... Beloved. Well, it just says, and it says it's a good luck charm okay. in use condition. Right, okay. So these things, I don't know if they serve a purpose other than to no. just be sort of lucky, but you can get them in Chinatown. I've seen them around. The purpose that it served is in my green waste bin. Oh. It is just not on. Wow. Look at it. All right, I've got a, I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling I know what it I is. I think he's pretty happy with it. He's pretty happy with it. So that pushes the price up. That pushes the price up. I've got... You just looked at my price. No, I didn't actually. Yes, you did. You little pervert. <laughs> pervert? <laughs> yeah. All right, your price pervert. Uh, you PP. go first. Uh, $87 for oh, me. Oh, that is... 87 He's pretty okay. happy with it, mate. Yep. I've gone with 15 oh, Get me back in the game for Tanya. 60 Bang, oh! you beauty. Now we're talking. That guy's an idiot. Now we're talking. <laughs> okay, this it. is the decider. Mm. Yep. We always get to three, mm. and I think that's, Ooh. you know... Okay. It's not planned. It's not planned. It seems like it is. It's just, we're just naturally meant to be in radio, I think. This next one's from uh, <laughs> Don't old, old mate Stewie. Can we? Ju- I'll just might just grab that just after the show. I reckon. Are you two okay? No. Sorry, we're mum just, and dad are you, fighting again. Did you just hear what she said? I tuned out. Naturally <laughs> meant to be in radio. Shut like, up. Oh. No, I said we. I mean, it's oh, pride and oh, that's okay then. <laughs> tickets to the lodge show. All right, here we go. There's that one from Stewie in Wyala. Oh, okay. Wow. Stewie's selling a uh, tuk-tuk motorbike that he bought as oh. a project. But he didn't have time, so now it's just taken up space. Isn't okay. that just a classic? Mm. The Taylor's oldest time itself. He's also not sure if it can be registered in SA. No, I've, I've seen plenty of them in Wyala, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> From 91. Okay. I'm absolutely loving the aesthetic. It just screams cooter. All um, right, let's go. All right, I think I know. Yep, I know. Not registered. Okay, let's go. Okay. Here we go. Yep. I'll go first. I've go. said... 2500 because it's a sort of novelty yeah. thing. Okay. You know? It's what I paid for my master too, but I think that because it still it's okay? novelty. It's got four wheels. Yes, it does. It does. Okay. So the, the tuk-tuk has three. The no registration kicks things. Okay, so $950 oh, okay. for me. Oh, this is going to be close. You feeling good? You feeling positive? Come on, Benny. I never feel good. It's going to loss. 5500 You're an idiot. You're a genuine idiot. Shell, we did it. Congratulations, Shell. <laughs> Well done. Oh, I love this for us. You're off to go see Adelaide United. 
Oh, that's terrific. Thank you so much. Uh, You're beautiful. very welcome, Shell. And oh, you know what? I would have it was, <laughs> <laughs> it's just bound to be. Yeah, it's meant to be. Don't spin it. I'm actually flat. I don't know. What's the time? Because I might, I might finish up. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fine. How's this for a segue? Because we're going straight into Port Adelaide, Lozzie. And, and this, natural. <laughs> this has been the talk of the town this week. Uh, ever since Footy Classified, I think it was Wednesday night, where Kane Corns and Eddie Maguire went head to head. And it was actually... So uh, Kane Corns shared it on his platform on Facebook or something like that. And I don't usually watch videos that go for longer than four minutes. <laughs> no. Mate, I was glued to that thing. That was unbelievable. It was hard to watch, though, because Eddie kept interrupting and saying little comments like, yeah. <laughs> under his breath. Yeah, there was a but lot of that. It was very petty, but... But you're right, it was a riveting argument. And and look, I don't know. Is it worth talking about? I guess we have to talk about it. Absolutely. So they, they we're talking about the the Port Adelaide Football Club not being allowed to wear the, the prison bars, okay, which yep. is their original Guernsey. Mm-hmm. They've come into the AFL in 1996, 97, whatever it was, and they've agreed that they're, they're going to put some teal in there and not be the Port Adelaide Magpies, okay? Yeah, yeah. So it gets to the stage right now where they've they've worn it, and it, this, is the, this is the thing. They've only worn this Guernsey five times in the last 20 years. Yeah, in, and, and in, yet it's caused so much controversy. In the AFL. I just don't understand, have no idea how it affects the Collingwood Football Club. When a game is played in Adelaide... Port Adelaide versus the Adelaide Football Mm. Club, thousands of kilometres away from Collingwood. What's it got to do with it? Well, I think you just have to think like a a business person. It's a brand thing. I mean, the romance is completely not involved at all. You know, we're thinking about it as sort of passionate uh, um, supporters of football and just just let them do it. It's their heritage, Guernsey. But I'll, I'll, I'll stop you on that one, the brand point of view. Okay, so what are they worried about? That Collingwood people are going to buy Port Adelaide Guernsey? No, that... It's that the game is going to be played and in some way the image of the players will affect the, the whole brand because it does look very like the Collingwood. Yeah, yeah. And also that's... to use the likeness of, of another brand is pretty taboo. So it's that they're like, this is our image, this is our look. We don't want another team playing with our image and look. I think that's probably but what for, they're thinking about. But for two times a year, mate, it's not no, week in, week out. No, I know it's pathetic, out. but it, it, it is pathetic. But it, people have sued for less, yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess so. I just, I, I, I don't quite understand how it's, they've been allowed to wear it in the past mm. and then now it's a absolutely not. Like the... The comments that were happening on Wednesday night were quite strange, weren't they, really? like, And you brought this up as well about Eddie Maguire knowing that the Heritage Round wasn't going to... Well, yeah. In, in 2007, he signed a document saying that yeah. Port were allowed to wear the um, the Guernsey during any Heritage Games yeah. or showdowns. Um, and then the Heritage Games sort of wrapped up, right? Yes. And... Eddie Maguire claimed last night that he knew that it was all wrapping up and he signed that document full well, knowing that was all going to wrap up yeah, so yeah. that it, he knew that it was all going to... So he was sort of evilly going, hee, Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, sure, you can wear them and I'll sign this bloody beautiful. Yeah. And now it's all come to a close and Kane's sort of sitting there going like, you yeah. signed this, mate. Yeah, you did exactly. it in good faith. And he goes, no, nah, I had intel that it was all coming to an end. Interesting conversation. And we want your thoughts right now, Adelaide. one triple three a 5 3 Port Adelaide Football Club. Should they be able to wear the bars in the showdown twice a year? Surely common sense prevails here. Uh, Stevie there. Hello, Steve. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good. So you don't believe that Port Adelaide should be able to wear the bars? Why is that, man? Well, no, if they want to talk their heritage, go back to their heritage, which is magenta and blue, wasn't it? That is true. Which is what, sorry? Uh, magenta and they blue. They wore the hoops to start with. They, yeah. Then they went to the magenta, and now they're going to 
black and white 1902. So okay. I think Collingwood deserved the right. They did that My because... My grandfather's a premiership player for Collingwood as well, so yep. I'll okay. never give in. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Understand there, Stevie. Righto. They changed the colour because they couldn't... Back in 1902, it was very hard to keep uh, colour in a, a wash. <laughs> Hang on. It would, would wash out all Can the I time. fact check? Is that true? It is true. They had magenta and blue, and every time they washed them, it would rinse out and go pale, so they went to black and white. You are genuinely born for this gig. Yeah. <laughs> Over here at the M's. <laughs> <laughs> this is superb. Hugh from Engle Farm. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, I reckon they should be allowed to wear it. Because okay. It, basically, uh, Port are worried, uh, sorry, Collingwood are worried about revenue and things like that, but at the end of the day, they've been you know, using port success for years. What do you mean by that? Well, they've only had like three premierships in the last 90 years and a lot of the mystique and, and that around the Magpies has revolved around people following Port and Collingwood before Port came into the AFL. Okay, so you're saying like an Adelaidean would follow Port Adelaide and then they'd follow Collingwood in the VFL, yeah? That's correct. Okay. And, you know, when they wanted to take players like Nathan Buckley and Greg Phillips... Yeah, you know they had no problems riding Port's coattails in. Yeah, okay, mm. that's an interesting point of view. And uh, look, I with the with the premiership side of things as well is 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 oh. quite interesting. Like, well, it's a I'm, can of worms. Yeah, well, hey, do you want to open them? Well, you can't claim the thirty five flags in the in the sample into VFL flags, though, can you? Or AFL flags? Well, if you d- look, I mean, it's hard because the VFL claim those flags yeah. at the same sort of time when we were coexisting. Yeah. In the 1900s and 1800s and all that. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think a flag against Glenelg stacks up versus someone versus Richmond or something like that. Well, yeah, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to get attacked on my way to the car. <laughs> don't worry. I've got a headlock coming up at 9.01. Hello, Owen. How are you, brother? Yeah, good guys. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Now, you don't but, think they should be wearing it all, yeah? No, I do not. Because Port Adelaide, how they ever politely put it, came in as Port Power. Not Port Adelaide. They came in as black, white, and teal. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And to the other guy's comment, Collingwood have won 27 flags, mate, not bloody three. So you get that right. Okay. And I'm not even a Collingwood supporter. They came in at, like I said, in two, 1996. They tried to get it in in uh, 1989. They didn't get the license. They yep. came in at the LA Crows. Yep. That's what happened there. Yep. Then they wanted to make their own team. Don't you even forget that Mark Williams kicked out his own brother, Stephen Williams. Whoa. That's right. In the early, uh, late... 90s and then early 2000s, and then Port Magpies had to go and find their own bloody place. Yeah, but what, what, what's Mark Williams kicking out his own brother got anything to do with wearing the prison bars, mate? When Stephen Williams was the coach at Port Magpies in the late 90s and early 2000s, Mark Williams kicked out Magpies out of their own club rooms for three years. Then they bring them back, and then after they bring them back, it was Port Adelaide, not Port Power. So is it not possible to kick something out and then renege on that? Is that what you're saying? Well, that's correct. Okay. Interesting. Interesting conversation, isn't it? The children of Foss Williams. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'll find. Yeah. Stephen and Mark. Yeah, that's right. Little factoid there. (laughs) Just another little fact. Yeah. That's how you're going to round it all up, mate. Famous Sandville coach. Okay. Oh, look, I mean, it's a very, it's, I'd love to know who those people barrack for, actually. We should have asked. Mm. Sounds like a couple of Crows fans. No, no, I don't think it is. West Coast, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's the gross man. It's nothing to do with it whatsoever. <laughs> Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. 104.7 Triple M. Uh, so... I was watching the Crows game last week, and even though we lost, yeah. it was very exciting because 
Riley Thielthorpe had his first game mm. and he kicked five, which is the most any new player's ever kicked. That's a great call, actually, because that's in the current AFL system. Yeah. On debut, five goals. And it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, absolutely superb. Number two draft pick. And just a just a huge he's just a really tall, strapping man. I saw him at um I don't know where he played. I was at a Sandful dinner like a couple of years ago and he yeah. was there. And um, a friend of mine was with me and said, oh, you know, he's going to be the next star. Okay. And then he had another couple of gins and pointed to the next person and said, he's going to be the next star. Yeah, Pointed right. to everyone pretty much at yeah, that night. It. But he, he was actually right about Riley. About Phil Thorpe. <laughs> yeah. Not about Gary 52. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to dominate commerce. <laughs> the janitor. <laughs> Watch no, this boy. <laughs> but a little bit of trivia about Riley, actually. Okay. Um, he First of all, he's a brilliant, like, he's super committed. Just a quick one. Does he know you're sharing No, this? he doesn't even know who I am. Okay. He doesn't know who I am. But my very best friend, Samuel, he's a barrister now, but when he was a lawyer and he was working um, at a firm, oh. Riley's dad was his boss. What? Yeah. Okay. Barbara Thilthorpe Lawyers. Oh, no. That's a bloody mouthful. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. And do you know what Riley used to do around the office? No. He used to be the cleaning man. Laws. <laughs> yes. The, the second pick in the AFL draft, kicked Brilliant. five goals in his first game, Brilliant. used to clean my friend Sam's office. I absolutely love this gear. Isn't this that amazing? Is and you know what? He was the best cleaner they've ever had. He was good? <laughs> yeah. Get it done very quickly. In and very out. Very thorough. In and out. Had okay. a game plan. Begs the question here. Adelaide. 104.7 Triple M family on 04885-1047. Who did you know before they were famous? Did you know Sia Furler? Oh, hang on. Because she's from Adelaide. Hang on. They're... Did you grow up with the boys from Akadaka? That's a good one. My uncle went to school with Paul Kelly. What? Yep. How do I not know this? I think I said it last week on air. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Ross Trevor? Ross Trevor. Oh, yep. PK. Ross Trevor. Yeah, seriously. And my, uh, I love him. I feel like one, one of my uncles beat him in like a 100 meter race or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. And, and holds it to this day. Okay, That's let's amazing. do this. 04885 1047. Hit the text line here, Adelaide. Who did you know before they were famous? We'll get to your text next. Oh, um, God. I know a woman, and I can't say her name, but oh. she. I used to work with her, and she made sweet, sweet love to Jimmy Barnes before he was famous. Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy Barnes. You've just thrown that out of nowhere. Yeah. No. I. Yep. I didn't want to. I didn't want to wow. tell you before. Yeah. So you know how it is. Now, I don't know if I can share this story either, and it's what? just sprung to me. What? And it's the perfect station to bring it up on. <laughs> what? But my mum. No. Yes. What are you about to say? This is big. What? Now I don't know. I don't know. Know all the. I'm going on the go here, Adelaide. But my mum knew someone that sort of enjoyed themselves with Mick Jagger. What? In Australia. Wait. One of the one of the tours that they <laughs> they did around Australia. And I don't know. I I, I would be lying wait, wait, if wait, I wait, told wait. you if it was in South Australia, but it was in Australia, enjoyed themselves on a night out. That's was this all before I'm he was famous? Uh, no no. So what no. are we just doing people who stooped a famous person? <laughs> Because I've got a couple of friends who spent some time in LA. Got? What do you got? Oh, um, a friend of mine got freaky deaky with uh, that guy from True Blood, uh, uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a big one. Is he's it? A, <laughs> what, you reckon it's bigger than Mick Jagger? Well, I don't know. Let's get the measuring tapes out. Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Good morning. 104.7 Triple M.